Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. What's going on? You did it. We're just gonna we're just gonna be us. What's going on? Yeah, it's too hard to yeah, not say, just, "Hey, Nay, what's up?" Yeah, just go with it. I mean, I know we want to like slide right on we in. We did last last time. We by the skin of our teeth. Remember, I said so. We're gonna discuss. Right. So I felt like that was boring, though. It was. You got I, you people need to tell us. Do you like us to like chit people, chat in the beginning, or do you want us to get to the point? Yeah. Do you want us to get to the point, or or yeah. do you want to know like what's happening in our life? Did you see my new little sign I on the do. table? I do. I like it. Isn't that cute? It is. Come to the table. Yeah. Revelation nineteen nine. Right. It's a good saying. Where'd oh, you get that? Etsy. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I like Etsy. It is cute. Anyway, we digress. Yeah, but we are here trying to get this done before bad weather bad weather comes in because this is Friday today for us. Right, you'll hear so. it on Monday, and hopefully the tornado doesn't blow us away. Right. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna kind of finish this up. This is our part three, right? Yeah. Um, and I think uh, we 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 pretty much covered you know the four ways people. Uh, respond to conflict and we went over um, poor li- you know if you're a poor listener these right. are some things a good listener yeah good listener uh, keys to effective communication we went through that list mm-hmm. um, but before we move on to how to get over an offense there were some really good questions here that when you are in the midst of communicating with someone um, they're at it's this was a good way of asking a, and I know we covered some of this about clarity questions or clarifying questions mm-hmm. and one was you could say what did you mean when you said blah 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 right you know it's always okay to ask a question if yeah. you didn't understand a question or you didn't understand somebody's statement yeah it's it's worse to uh have that thought and Assume. not address it because that can turn into another conflict yeah you're already in a conflict yeah <laughs> get avoid out of more <laughs> um and then a summary question i think this is really really good and i want to start implementing this it says so of all that you just said what do you most want me to understand oh Isn't yeah that good i do like that what do you want me to most understand yeah what do you most want me to understand after out of everything we discussed because you know our brains kind of work that way i'm at least mine i'm not going to remember every single detail of the conversation right that's just not me um so to be able to have that summary of because then the other person's telling you what was most important to them absolutely that you should not forget (laughs) right and you want to remember that because you love the other person yeah you know yeah and so I think that's that's honoring the other yeah. person if you 
if you remember that they don't like when you throw your wet towel on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's, and I know I'm a broken record, but it just, it so works. But you have to remember to pause and pray. Yeah. And what I mean by that, it's not tell them to stop talking because you have to stop and pray. Now, yeah. sometimes that can work because, right. like I was it telling some clients. some ugliness. Yeah, how, how great it would be if you or your husband, it, you knew the conversation was getting heated and one of you say, okay, hold on a second, let's just pause a minute and pray. Wouldn't that be something? I'm telling you, that would change the whole tune. I know of the conversation. I know. So, you you may have to do that, or as they're talking, like I've literally am telling myself, you know, Lord, and I, in my head, I'm praying because you can yeah. pray in your head. God can read your thoughts. So absolutely, it it can be where you're, you know, it's getting heated, but you you pause in your mind and pray quickly, like Lord, help me to calm down or be in this be in this conversation that we're having right now and calm both of us down. So, Holy Spirit, give me the words to say. Yeah, help me to understand because yeah. something's going a little haywire. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, unfortunately, things will happen and you're going to get offended by things mm. that either people say or what they do. And yeah. boy, I mean, I know we've talked about, we've talked about offenses in the past and how that actually they came can... up this week really yeah offense people having an offense and it's like gosh why why do we allow the enemy to control us in that way that now we have taken offense to somebody's to what somebody has said or done why do we do that because it's yeah. never going to end up well if you can't just shut that down. Yeah, and you, you, I mean, I think he so quickly, the spirit of offense is going to be present. Just expect it to be present anytime you have a confrontation. Just go in expecting that, so pray it off. Yeah. Go in. Before you the go in. The spirit of offense the... is going to be there with you. Yeah. So just go in there with, Lord, take away any spirit of offense. Help us to know the heart motive and yeah. the characteristic. That's if the you key. looked at the character of the other person and where they're coming from, yeah. And if this is a relationship, we've talked about this in the last two. If it's a relationship that you value, yeah, you have to make the relationship a priority over being offended or over being uncomfortable right. or over avoiding wanting to avoid or avoiding just uh, or over yielding instead of and just saying okay whatever you want. You have to put the relationship in the right priority yeah for sure you know so even over you know you getting your feelings hurt or being offended just you kind of i think what we do is like we put in that narrow vision of just oh, my feelings and yeah. okay uh, you my feelings you are getting hurt, you hurt reacting my yes. by your feelings and it's just if and this has helped a lot of people just open your perspective and look wide you and I always wide. say to my clients, you know, you need to stop and just, as we said, pause. Pause and ask yourself, what's the reality of this? Like, did the other person truly mean to stick a dagger in my heart? Right. No, they didn't. Did they really mean to be offensive and snarky? And Right. No, there's usually some other thing. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, because I've asked, uh, I had a new client this week, and I was like, so is is he evil and vindictive? Is he, is he got a heart? Yeah, does he have a heart of evil? She's mm. like, no. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Then you're, you're going to have to forgive and oh, work on yeah. that. Work on the relationship and know that there's something deeper, that the behaviors are leaking out because there's something deeper than mm -hmm. that. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's important to look at the character of the person and where they're coming from. Yeah, you know? for sure. That helps. It'll save a lot of conflict mm -hmm. or bad. Or you getting offended. Yeah, you getting offended. Because then now you gotta now you gotta deal with the offense. Because <laughs> let's just be very truthful right now. Our whole entire society is nothing but one big ball of offense. Yes. It's offense, offense, offense. Offense right. over how you view something versus how somebody else views something. Right. How you don't take <clears throat> somebody else's side because they think their side is right. You're right. Look it, at all the division. Girl, the enemy is doing such a work. And, and I know we talk about this daily. But just how the enemy is just trying to create such a division with friendships, families, marriages, within churches. Right. I mean, huge divisions within churches. Countries, states. Countries. I mean, I mean, it's, it's just, ugly. It is ugly, the, the but riots. this is nothing. This is nothing. Oh. And that's the thing that, you know, I've just been kind of sitting with the Lord on thinking, Lord, I mean, it's going to get worse. And yeah. it's bad right now. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. People take offense to silliest things. Like the word Christian on our building. Mm -hmm. People take offense to that. And or on the door. Now they're getting offended if you say, um, how are you girls doing? Or And they don't want to identify as, as a girl. girl. And how do you know that? <laughs> you know, I mean, now it's... it's uh, yeah, but it's all a scheme of the enemy. Yeah, yep. At so. work. And... If, and I guess this is how I see it. As believers in Christ, mm -hmm. it's up to us to stop it. Mm -hmm. We have to see what the truth is, what God's truth is, and walk in that and don't don't waver. Mm -hmm. Stand firm in what you know is truth. And what we do know is truth is the Bible. Yeah. So if we could go back to the Bible and right. seek the answers then we know we we won't go wrong and you have to stand firm of it firm in it right yeah because i mean even if there may be something that someone's doing um that keeps offending you but they're not going to know unless you come and speak and discuss that with them and, yeah. and address that conflict you're having because right. they may not even be aware True. that they're doing something True. that is offending you. Mm -hmm. So if you hold on to that and you keep that quiet, it's going to continue to happen because they're not even aware they're doing something yeah. that is offensive to you. So whose fault is that? Don't Your avoid. Own. You got to Yeah, they're not they they're not mind readers. Nobody they're, they're is. They're not going to know. Um and so if someone truly loves you and you go to them and say, "Hey, 
like I always say, you may not be aware you're doing this, but when you say A, B, and C, I feel like it's directed at me, or I feel like you're talking about me, or it really hurts my feelings, or it makes me feel unvaluable, whatever it is, and if that person loves you yeah. and they put a uh, priority on the relationship, they'll, they'll correct that. Yeah. They'll stop it. Course correction. Mm-hmm. We, we were talking about this before we started the podcast, but <clears throat> because this is something that is, it's kind of close to my heart. So when you mentioned this, I like immediately kind of got triggered because mm-hmm. this happened to Taylor when she was in in high school mm. where she had a group of mm. um she had makes sense now how yeah. you were responding because i'm yeah. like what <laughs> because she had a group of girls that she went through youth group for years mm-hmm. these girls would come to our house we would do bible studies i mean for years <clears throat> but then once they hit ninth grade mm-hmm. something happened mm-hmm. Where Tay, she was just, she was still walking in how we were raising her, you know, walking in Christ. Of course, she was changing some, but I mean, her foundation was firm. Mm -hmm. But then the majority of the girls, they decided they wanted to do all of these things that were not good. And Mm -hmm. Tay knew they weren't good and she wasn't going to get involved in it. And so they saw her as the outcast. Right. And that's what they did. Mm-hmm. They ended up, and you know, I mean, parents, if you don't even know this, you're, you're, you're so far behind. But the lunchroom at high school yeah. is the social, I call it a, a social experiment because that is like the place where teenagers where they are either socially in or out yeah Yeah. and to have people to sit with is a major importance it really is to a teenager been included that and i've always asked that was always my concern when they got their new schedules like do you have lunch buddies lunch with any friends that was my first question yeah because that could be... I remember it back in my day. I was so uncomfortable. I had one friend. I remember, I don't remember what year it was. And if she wasn't there, I felt so awkward yeah. and insecure. Yeah. And it's insecure. a bad thing. And so when yeah. you lose a group of friends mm-hmm. that you sat with in the lunchroom. Yeah. Because they decide they want to smoke weed and... Mm-hmm go have premarital sex at, you know, as a ninth grader, mm-hmm. they want to drink. Mm-hmm. And then one of them's like, ooh, that, we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you're ousted from oh, the yeah. group. And uh-huh. then it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Yeah. So, you know, talking about offense and kind of the different uh that's one of those things where you open your perspective and say okay now would based on what they were doing because this is how i look at it in her whole situation yeah is what they're doing is that something you would want to go along with and do no so i feel like god did you a favor absolutely god God opened the door 
by allowing them to just kind of push you out so you yes. didn't have to have these yeah. awkward conversations or this awkwardness to have to tell them certain things or you get in a situation where you don't want to be there it is an so, open door and, that the yeah. that the lord allowed but being a ninth it's grade so teenager yeah. you don't think that god is very good at that moment yeah yes know? i know but like gotta, we as parents yeah. we could see that that okay the lord opened that door so but as parents that's where you help them open the perspective to. that's where you ask yeah. the questions like well let's step back and look at the big picture here because then what's happening is they're so focused on their hurt narrow-minded with and it. the offense of it like yeah. oh my gosh i thought they were my friends right open it up and explain to them life you know what this, you can have more friends. friends change yeah friends people do change yes you know you're going to change through life yes but the the key is is finding those friends that change the same with you and uh -huh. you change together and you, you know what's really interesting which i i just i just sit back you know all these years later and just kind of chuckle but one of the girls she was she was such a good friend to tay but then she kind of went along with these other girls mm. although she wasn't doing the things right. her reputation she I'm, just went yeah. along she kind of went along with it mm -hmm. but what is funny is we just figured out that this one girl she didn't have jesus in her life back then mm. and now she is full on on a worship team uh. <laughs> we're like look at how god worked there mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. just interesting how people change yeah. and how god opens and shuts doors for reasons so you don't get offended or so yeah. you don't get trapped in something that is so hard to get out of right a lot i think a lot of a lot of kids and adults could do this too is they overthink the situation oh, yeah. they overthink it and they replay it and they think it yeah. and they analyze it overthinking then, is bad and then it just eats you up and then yeah. you get more mad you get more angry more infuriated and so that's probably one of the keys to um getting over that so maybe we should go over some of the um tips on getting over an offense so if you've <clears throat> if you've been offended by something, you do want to take some time by yourself and to think and open your perspective. Um, think about maybe what the other person, where they were coming from. Right. This is where you think about their uh, character and their heart. Mm -hmm. Think about, do I want to resolve the relationship? Is this a relationship... That's is a this, value. Yes. Is this something that they've repeatedly done, but I never said anything? So is there any fault on myself? Yeah. You know, so you, you sit and think about that. That was number one. Mm -hmm. um, number two kind of covers that. Do a little self-evaluation. Was there anything... Um, was there anything going on in my my own mood that I was maybe more offended than what I would be if I was in a better other, mood, yeah. you know, like, or for a girl, right. were you on your period? Was it this yeah. time of the month? And right. you're a little more sensitive mm -hmm. that if you weren't, you would have like laughed with them 
or or it wouldn't have right. even been a thought. All those other um, kind of outer, yeah, outer things. And a good question to ask, which is on this list, is why does it bother you so much? Yeah, get to the root. Like, is there something deeply rooted? Mm-hmm. Did it? When you think about it, is it like something that, like you just brought up, great example, it triggered you about a past event that had happened? Yeah, because, you know, I just, you know, we don't ever want to see our kids hurt, Mm -hmm. you know, physically or emotionally. And, you know, Tay just loved these group of girls and, you know, they grew up in the Lord together Mm -hmm. and it was just so hurtful and I I just hurt for her, Mm -hmm. you know. But it's one of those things that, and we had told her, you know, we told her in grade school, okay, when you go to middle school, kids are going to change. There's going to be different friend groups. When you go to high school, kids are going to change. There's going to be different friend groups. You just got to find it. And that just seems like the end of the world to, you know, to teenagers that they got to start all over. Like they had friends and then now they got to make new ones. No, I wonder why that's such a struggle. It's insecurities and, you know, being um, accepted by people and it's all that. It's, you know, that's why I really, really want to say it's extreme because of that. It's extremely important that kids know their place in the family home. Oh, girl, we just had this conversation this week with a client of mine. The problem is called positioning. Right. If they don't feel safe at home and they also don't feel safe in their friend group you're going to have big problems with that teenager oh my goodness problems that you do not want to deal with Mm -mm. so they have to feel secure in the home and know that that's their safe haven that they're loved there they're accepted there that's why boundaries and routine um yes rules yes they're needed uh-huh. They're needed so they can feel safe and, and they know that, you know, when they come home, even teenagers, your spouse, when they come home, that's supposed to be their safe place. Mm-hmm. We all want to be able to come home and just, you, you know, know. that they're, they're all needed and you're wanted. Kids yeah. need to feel that. Accepted. Yeah. Loved. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Heard. Yes, that's a big one. Uh-huh. That they Heard. have a voice. Absolutely. So there's eight of these. So we covered three. Let me go over that so that if you're writing these down, it'd be easy for you. So number one was take some time by yourself to think. Okay. Number two was do a little self-evaluation, asking yourself those self-reflecting questions. Number three, um, it's a little bit more uh, broader in asking some questions. So number three is ask yourself some questions like, is there any truth in what they said? Yeah. Um, I say that a lot in my office. Yeah. What's the truth of it? What's the reality of the situation you found yourself in? Uh-huh. Like, how'd you get there? Why are you in it? Yes. If you don't like it, why are you still in it? Right. Why aren't you getting out? Yes. What part of it is something you can change? Mm-hmm. And what part of it is their issue to change? Yeah, and again, you can't control people. Don't start owning other people's business. Correct. <laughs> you know, um, and I was talking to um, someone about this, like, 
when you do that self-evaluation and you analyze um, did I do anything wrong did I did I offend them did I do I need to go back and apologize or ask for forgiveness on anything in my part and if it's no no and no and this person still has a problem maybe with you then you kind of got to leave that on them it's what the Bible says shake the dust off your yes. feet and mm -hmm. move on yep yeah absolutely mm -hmm. Number four is ask God for wisdom to help you understand yourself and the other person. So ask God for wisdom to help understand. And in this one, number four, I really like the, it helps to pray, Lord, help me to see them as you do. Jesus goggles. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, right here, it also includes talk to a trusted friend or write out your thoughts and feelings. That's always helpful is to get your thoughts and feelings out and put it on paper um, that was number four so number five is decide to forgive the person hey that's an idea and it's really the first step is deciding I choose to forgive them you may not want to but it's a choice think about this there's a lot of things we have to do that we chose to do that we don't want to do yeah like I don't want to go home and clean the house this weekend. Right. But that's the right thing to do. Sure. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to put extra work into this project, but it's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, so you, you do that in everything. So mm -hmm. forgiveness is the same way. I'm going to decide and make a choice. I'm going to forgive yeah. this person because that will help you get rid of the anger that you have. Mm -hmm. When you're offended, anger is always present. Sure. That's that's one of the feelings that you're dealing with yeah. is anger and maybe hurt. Mm -hmm. But it, forgiveness will help you to get rid of that. Yeah. And so you, we always say, start by praying, Lord, help me to forgive so-and-so yeah. for hurting my feelings. Mm -hmm. Or help me to forgive so-and-so for saying this. Um, that's number five. Number six is... Plan out the points you want to make before you talk to them. It'll help you be transparent and more focused in the discussion so it doesn't go wayward or that it doesn't get right. heated again if it right. was. Um, it's definitely good to write, write it bullet down. points out on what you... And it's okay to tell them because what, what to me, what that tells me is like you really you do value my... It. You do value <clears throat> me as a as a friend or as your wife or yeah. as your mother because you, sh you thought about it you sat on it and you, you know. want to resolve it that's yeah. telling me I really want to resolve this mm -hmm. and get past it that it's important mm -hmm. yeah number seven is realize that you're only responsible for your words thoughts and actions yeah remember it's none of your business yes that was a saying what other people think of you is none not of your, your business, business. <laughs> yeah um, because it's true you can't control their thoughts nope or their perspective you can't change your mind mm -mm. no so don't own that mm -hmm. and you know a lot of um, you know this did come up too where a lot of times kids will overthink things because they're projecting what mom or dad may do or say right already owning that before they went out there to even share something with mom or dad and creating stories too i think that's a part of it mm -hmm. that with overthinking you create a story that 
really isn't even a true story. Right. Why do we do that? Why do we assume and then create a story and then you've already got somebody just hating you and their heart never did. Mm -hmm. Their intentions were never to hurt your feelings in the beginning. Yeah. So, so true. Yeah. So true. Um, the last one is have compassion on the offender who may be trying to project their issues upon you. Yeah. So, yes, that's a really deep one there. Say that again. Have compassion on the offender who may be trying to project their issues upon you. Ooh, can you do that? Can you have some compassion for someone like that? Yeah, that's a deep one. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Like, for example, um, there are some clients that I have and their spouse has narcissism traits. Mm -hmm. And a lot of time, narcissisms will project their insecurities absolutely onto the other person onto mm -hmm. their spouse or mm -hmm. their child mm -hmm. and so they're projecting that by you know saying things like oh i'm not the one that has an issue with it you do mm -hmm. or i'm not the problem you do or stop being overly dramatic right um they're projecting yes <clears throat> but here's the thing you get to choose if you're going to be a receiver of that or not yeah that's the thing. You can shut that whole yes. thing down. Yeah. In a matter of just saying, you know what? That isn't how I feel. My heart is not yes. there and I'm not going to receive that because that's not where I am with you. Right. That's not how I'm thinking or yeah. how I feel. I don't, that's incorrect. Mm -hmm. But the compassion part is, is knowing, knowing who that person is so if you know they have these traits that they mm -hmm. that they struggle with that are deep insecurities or maybe past wounds or hurts yeah. or maybe trust issues that mm -hmm. they've had mm -hmm. um, and so they project things because they're untrusting of a person yeah you have to remember those things so you have compassion I've always told my mm -hmm. clients you have to have compassion along to give forgiveness oh yeah and some of that means learning their story yeah to be able Everybody to have has compassion, one. yeah, and I just told a new client that I'm like, you there, there's some deep rooted issues on why he may be behaving, your husband may be behaving this way, mm -hmm. they, because a lot of times people don't realize that their things in their childhood affect them today <laughs> if they've never addressed it. And can I just mention that book again, Broken Children, yes. Grown Up Pain by Paul Hedstrom? If any. If there's one book yes. that you need to read, it's that one. Yes. We all need to read it. We all, well, us two, we've yes. read it. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about reading it again because it's been a oh, while. Oh, yeah. I, if, if I have clients that need to go back and have mm -hmm. deeper things, that's the book I always And recommend. here's another book that I think I want to drag out because it's been probably a good 10 years since I read it, but it's called Safe People mm. by uh, Henry, Henry Cloud. Cloud. Yes. And that's such a good book, too. Yes. So, a yeah. couple of references. Yeah. But let's see what the word says about offense. Um, I think we kind of picked up a few good scriptures. Um, I've, I, one of my favorites is Philippians. Um, 110? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then I'll read one, and then we'll probably need to close. Okay. 
Philippians 1.10 says, um, I'm going to start in 9. It says, In this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and mm. all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense mm. till the day of Christ. Yeah, that is mm -hmm. good. And then I'm going to go ahead and read Matthew 16.23. Um, this is a good one to end on. Let's see. Is it 6 or 16? Ooh. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. I think it's... Uh... No, I don't want to do Matthew 16. I think I want to do um, Ephesians 4.32, actually. Okay. Um, 4.32. It says, And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Mm. I like that one. Yeah. So... Okay, well, getting over an offense. Any offenses in your life, you got to get over them. Yeah, we don't want to hold on to that. It's nope. just going to drag you down. Yep, absolutely. All right, okay. well, until next week. All right, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.